The weight lifted on the bar, the event itself, has nothing to do with you belonging there. It's all about the personal challenge that you set out for yourself and simply doing your best. As corny as that sounds, if you are set on improving in something or dedicating yourself to something, you have to be more willing to be mediocre than you care about what people think about you. Welcome to the Waiting Game Podcast, a podcast where I attempt to bring more dialogue into the world of Olympic weightlifting and share my experiences and perspectives in the sport and resistance training in general. It was a perspective I wish was more accessible during my earlier years of training, so here is my attempt to bring that value to those who may be seeking it. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Waiting Game Podcast. I'm your one and only host, Brandon Wakeling, Olympian and multiple-time representative at the Commonwealth Games. And in this episode, I wanted to touch on a fairly common topic when it comes to beginners in weightlifting. I hear this a lot. And not only with beginners, I hear it from the intermediate all the way up to the international level and have dealt with this a lot personally. And that is the feeling of imposter syndrome, which can range from something holding you back from entering your first weightlifting competition Perhaps you've made the intermediate or international level in weightlifting and you feel like you don't belong. And it can have nothing to do with weightlifting. It can be something well outside of weightlifting, perhaps in a workplace environment, business, family, anything really. Imposter syndrome is quite universal in that sense. So I thought I'd give my thoughts and experience on having imposter syndrome and how I've dealt with it. So just to define what I believe imposter syndrome is, it's essentially a psychological phenomenon where someone doubts their own abilities, essentially feeling like a fraud and believe that their own achievements are a result of luck or some other external factor, anything that isn't their own skills and capabilities. And essentially when you're in an environment where you feel like you don't belong, and you're an imposter, that it's at any moment that the cards can come tumbling down and everyone's going to find out that you're a fraud and you're not who you think or say you are. And at least in my circles, it seems to be a common theme that a lot of people do deal with, and personally, I've dealt with this all the way from childhood up until now. So talking from personal experience... If I'm talking weightlifting, as there are some people that do hold back from entering the first weightlifting competition because they feel like they don't belong in that environment. When it came to myself, I actually never watched a weightlifting competition before I competed. So I started weightlifting and then three weeks later competed. So I didn't necessarily get to experience much of being an imposter only perhaps when warming up, although it was in a session with five other lifters at a small club. So for me, I never had that first initial roadblock going into weightlifting in which I felt like an imposter. But as I progressed throughout my career, it got more exaggerated, especially once I became an Olympian. So with my childhood growing up, the Olympics was something that I held in the highest regard. I did little athletics from the age of five, and from that age, I have noted on one of my first ever school projects was where we were asked what we wanted to be when we grew up, 
and my answer was I wanted to be an Olympian or play in the NRL as I play rugby league concurrently with athletics. So I had two goals in mind. I made one of them happen. And to me, growing up watching the Olympic Games, I watched every single event. I didn't see Olympians as human. I thought that they were special things among us that were the best of the best and held them at a very high regard, essentially being real-life superheroes in a sense. Fast forward years later to becoming an Olympian, I knew full well going into that that I was just a regular person. I was not special in any regard. I just so happened to be quite good at weightlifting, good enough to compete at the Olympic Games, but I did not feel special at all, which, comparing to what I put on a pedestal growing up, was a bit of a discrepancy, which then, at times, gave me the feeling of being an imposter, whether I was at a training session, a competition, essentially somewhere where I had to put my skills to the test in a public setting where there were, to my knowledge, eyes on me, in which they probably weren't, but I felt that I had to uphold a certain standard and as someone who's human and not always doing Olympic things, it would add a layer of pressure and expectation on myself to then try prove that I was who I am on paper. And to relate this to the beginner weightlifter that's perhaps joining their first ever competition and are feeling like they don't belong, or someone who's just trying to climb the ranks that feel like they don't deserve it. I feel like a lot of it has to do with the self-perception of what the event or occurrence is. And through thinking about this myself at the Olympic level, because I don't lift anywhere near as much as the world record holders or the people that win gold medals at the Olympic Games. I come 13th at the Olympics, although I was not the 13th best at weightlifting in my category in the world during that time of the Olympic Games. I honestly wouldn't have come 13th at the Chinese nationals. But as I later realized, a weightlifting competition or weightlifting at the Olympic Games has nothing to do with the weight lifted on the bar, but the personal challenge that you've set out for yourself. Let me give an example. I'll name two athletes and you say who you believe more of the imposter is. Back at the 2000 Olympics, there was an Olympic swimmer called Eric the Eel, and he was a swimmer coming out of Equatorial Guinea in Africa, so roughly one and a half million people population coming out of that country. And I'm sure people have watched this, but he competed in the 100 meter freestyle event. And I'm sure people have already watched this, but he completed the race in just under two minutes, where the winner of the race did it closer to 48 seconds for the race. And this race was so inspiring, where Eric the Eel was showcased more than the winner of the event, because he was a symbol of the Olympic spirit and the idea that participation and simply doing the best you can is one of the most important things that you can do in an endeavour. Compare that to the Rio Olympic Games, there was a weightlifter called Nijat Rahimov, who won the gold medal in the 77kg men's category. He broke the clean and jerk world record, and he was busted for steroids not long later, 
and would use doppelgangers in which he would go backstage after the competition, swap with someone that looked like him in order to have that person take a clean drug test on his behalf so he can still win the medals but also not get busted for steroids. Now, if someone asked me the question of who is more of the imposter out of those two, I would have a clear answer. I'm sure that some people would say the other, but I would say that Eric the Eel is far more the one that deserves to be there than the person that actually won an Olympic event. And this is something that I would at least have people who are at an event or wanting to do an event consider. The weightlifted on the bar, the event itself, has nothing to do with you belonging there. It's all about the personal challenge that you set out for yourself and simply doing your best. As corny as that sounds, if you are set on improving in something or dedicating yourself to something, you have to be more willing to be mediocre than you care about what people think about you. As even those Olympic champions, when they first started somewhere, they may have started in a situation and continued to feel like they were an imposter the whole way up. And imposter syndrome typically correlates with external achievement. So if you're someone that has achieved in the past, perhaps that's the reason as to why you feel like an imposter more and more as you progress and can lead to things like being a perfectionist like I know I am myself and just having to try to achieve in everything you do. But all I'm saying is for those that are leading into next year and wanting to compete in weightlifting, just because you see people lifting heavy weights in a competition, it has nothing to do with your deservingness of attending and competing in the same event. Everyone's on their own journey. Everyone starts somewhere. And it's all about simply just jumping in, getting your feet wet, having those few competitions where you are the novice and you are mediocre technically when it comes to competing and you progress from there. There's never going to be a time where you feel ready to compete. If you stick with that methodology, you're never going to compete. So jump in, get your feet wet, and lift some weight. So that was all I wanted to touch on in this episode. I hope everyone has a good Christmas and holiday period, and as always, I'll see you all next week with another fresh episode. Talk to you then. (music) 